What an honor to be on the WeMix study. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know it. You know it. You know it. Alright, I'm ready for Remix the Dead. Remix the Dead. I'm Remix the Dead. I cover music and life. Learn day and night and I grow. Over my family so they can thrive. Welcome to the Remix the Dead podcast. Hey guys, how you doing today? This is Ryan Green with I Am Remix the Dad. I am joined with my buddy, my bro, my dude from Minnesota. This guy, he loves sweatpants. He loves one pair of sweatpants so much, it took him a long, 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 long time to finally get a new pair. But you know what? He was glad he did. Uh, my buddy, Scott Swanson, is the man. He's a father, he's a husband, and he's a newly published author. Hey, how you doing, Scott? Hey Ryan, how's it going today? Thanks good. for having me on. Good, good. I had to give a shout out to the to the old um, to the old sweatpants for you. So yeah, man, that's so awesome. A little backstory on that. I just I have a hard time buying myself new clothes. I think it's pretty typical. Oh yeah. Um, but I had this pair of sweatpants for forever, and it had holes in the knees from crawling around with my kids, and and it was uh, I was challenged to go buy myself a new pair of sweatpants to do something for myself and uh i did and i'm still wearing them i'm actually wearing them right now it's pretty nice. awesome <laughs> nice nice <laughs> yeah I've, I've, got, I've got the same problem with uh with shoes and clothes and stuff my wife has to like drag me into a store and sit me down and then be like we're getting them for you and i'm like i don't need them now so yeah yep yep but yeah man if you can uh just Give the audience a little snackable testimony about yourself and what you're up Yeah, to. right on. Awesome. Yeah, I. Uh, so I was the youngest of four boys growing up. We'll go all the way back there. I had a fantastic childhood. Uh, grew up in the church. Um, we had we just had a fantastic um, growing up. You know, being outside and running around, figuring stuff out. Um, grew up and and left the church after after high school for a while just to kind of take a little vacation i had poured into my you know i felt like i had poured my into my church uh so much and just felt like i needed a, a a break um i was the worship leader for our youth group for six years and just really poured myself out into that and so after high school i left the church um and just sort of got swept away by the world um, and really just kind of dove into um, really just trying to, to please myself all the time. And I know it's a big thing these days is like, just do what makes you happy. And I, I think that's a very flawed way of thinking. Um, but, but that's what I was thinking at the time. And I did um, started acting out on, on some of the things I'd always wanted to do. Um, I struggled with a, a pornography habit from the time I was nine years old and kind of just let that loose um, and not didn't really care about the wake of disaster that was uh, falling following behind me um, and uh, yeah we're, we're, we're going deep right out of the gate here so that's, um, that's perfect met my wife uh, during this time um, and she ended up 
uh, becoming a Christian and, and I sort of came back along with her, um, and kind of reestablished my faith and, and a new faith, uh, that wasn't just, you know, what the church and my, my, you know, Bible school kind of, uh, uh, faith that, that you get when you grow up in the church, um, kind of figured it out a little bit differently on my own, uh, came back, came back to Christ and, and realizing how much, how much, uh, his love and his redeeming power can, can really change your life. Um, I have, I have two kids, uh, a three-year-old and a one-year-old. They're just awesome. There's never a dull moment in our house. Um, I work in software quality assurance, uh, by day. My wife and I run a, a small woodworking sign and furniture business out of our house at night. Um, I didn't, I didn't know that. I didn't know that one. Yep. So we've been doing that for about four years now and, and it's, it's kind of, uh, it's, it's just been really fun to get out there and, and, you know, work with wood. And it's not something I, I was a natural skill of mine. So it's been, it's been really cool to see how, how my skills have evolved and also my wife and, um, and just her creativity has really been able to blossom through that. And, um, but that's sort of where, where we end up today. Um, I broke free from that pornography habit, um, within the last year and actually published a book about the steps and exercises that I took to, to free myself from that um, and how to really just step into an intentional life uh, running towards God and what he, what he has um, what he has for us and what he designed and created us to uh, to experience in this life instead of just trying to run away from from our struggles and um, that's been a uh, quite a journey um, it's been very rewarding to see, you know, the change in other people's lives and, and just knowing that, um, knowing that there is hope, um, I think is a big thing for people that struggle with, with, with addiction and, and, uh, with some of these, these longer struggles that we go through in our life. So that's kind of where I'm at now. Um, just, you know, going through all that and trying to help as many people as I can. Well, that's the interview, folks. Um, he covered all the questions. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no, uh, definitely, man. Hats off to you, and I, you know, I don't take my hat off very often, um, and a lot of other people know I don't take my hat off very often. But yeah, hats off to you, bro. Much respect. Um, just, just seeing the growth over the past year or so since I've known you, and and we've only really connected one on one over the past maybe what three, four months. Yeah, yeah. So, but there's, but there's that, there's that connection. There's that, um, there's a divine connection there with God. So, um, absolutely. And I'm proud of you, man. I'm proud of you, definitely. And you well, got thank the, you very much. And you, and you, and you get, and you're a team lead in the alliance. And you got you, man. You, you're champion, man. Oh, <laughs> I want you. To, I want you to know that. No, I know. I know you're gonna try and play humble and like put it aside. <laughs> but no, I want you to know that you're 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 champion, man. Well, thank you. I received that. So, but uh, so, uh, do you want to get into some of these questions? Let's do it, man. All right. Who would be your uh, favorite band or artist? This is this was a question <laughs> that 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 I I struggled with when I was trying to think of, because um, really, just I I changed so much with the seasons. Um, I think throughout my life, I've really, I. The, the music that I listen to really fits into where where I'm at mentally in my life um, so like when it comes to a favorite band I think it really depends on 
the season of life. Like back in, in middle school and things like that, it was like I got really into Good Charlotte. And like I, I've, I've been through about every genre of music possible, depending on what's going on. So I, I've done punk rock. I've done, um, you know, country for a small stint. Uh, really got into Zach Brown band with, with country, just really like them. Um, I've been into the hip hop rap, um, phase two where I, I was really into, uh, Lil Wayne at the time and, and all the people associated with him. Yeah. What's, what, what's your rap name, man? I forgot to mention that in the intro. Lil Sweezy. Are you going to spit it, some bar? Are you going to spit some bars for us? Please. Uh, you, you, can, get, you can't let Larry Hagner and, uh, Colby K outshine. Oh, jeez. Oh, pressure's on. No, I'm just kidding. You don't have to the, do it. I'm just playing. The funny thing is that I, I did a small stint in the rap game for a little while when, oh. I, was, uh, when I was in what I call the, the dark ages. <laughs> well, and, uh, you have to now, man. There, none of them are, are anywhere near appropriate for, for anybody's listening ears, so I think I'll spare. <laughs> uh, but there were some... Uh, there were some some gems in there, but for the most part, they were we we just did a lot of drinking and and wrote stuff when we were drunk. And actually, our band name was called Awkward When Sober, so it was it was very much uh, alcohol um, induced. And uh, and yeah, I'll I'll leave it at that. It yeah. was it was a it was a fun phase, but it uh, I uh. You know, we'll just leave it there. Okay. But, uh, okay. Sounds but I good. also have been—I've been a songwriter for you know my basically since I learned how to play guitar when I was 16, and um, and so I've got about—I've got probably about 50 recorded songs. Um, most of them are sappy love ballads, um, based <laughs> on the the relationships and the and the the women that were you know that I was seeing at the time and. There, a lot of them are very sad, um, but but some of them are pretty uplifting. But I've I've always just been a person who appreciates music, um, and it's and it's kind of subconscious power on on our behaviors and, and how we how we feel about ourselves. Like like I remember back, you know, when I was younger in high school, and you you have a bad breakup, and you just dive into, you know, you you, you pick the music based on what you're seeking. So if if you're seeking if you go through a breakup and you're feeling sad, you seek out music that'll, that'll help you um, feel more sad sometimes, you know, or if you're, you're in a good mood, you know, you seek music that's going to going to be a part of that. And I think there's a little part of it too, that, that sometimes the, the music that you can listen to uh, can really have an effect on your mood and your behavior. Like it's no coincidence. People listening, listen to like rock music and hip hop music when they're working out. So it puts them in a, in a specific mood and a specific mind. Uh, you know, crank that out. Um, but really, when it comes to favorite bands, we'll, we'll come back there quick. Um, I think I'll tell you what I've been listening to recently has been a, a good mix between like Hillsong United, some Callum Scott. Um, the Beatles are always mixed in there. Um, a throwback to, to Switchfoot. I've always been a big Switchfoot fan. Um, but but man, I'm all over the place. I I I honestly, it, it really depends on the day and the mood and and um, but yeah. So I I, I guess I can't answer your question exactly, <laughs> but there's been a lot of them. No, dude, that's exactly pretty much how I would answer. Just like um, well, what day is it? That's yeah, much right. 
what hour, what second is it, man? So that's, uh, I know we live in a band, uh, a time of singles and one hit wonders and stuff, but, uh, and you're, you're a little bit younger than me, but when I grew up, I, I, I grew up with albums. Yeah. Um, what would be like a kind of go-to album that like you'd put on? I know, and it's probably going to be the same answer as band or artist, but what, well, what's, I mean, what's that album? I think there there's an album by Switchfoot that was released when I was much younger. Um, it was the, the I think it was called Meant to Live. Yeah. That one was it was just really powerful for me to just understand you know that that we're and it kind of lines up. I don't listen to Switchfoot all the time now, but I think if I were to pick an album that really had it had an impact on my life, it would be that one because it was you know we're meant to live for so much more, you know, and and there's a higher calling that we have and and being able to find that and in, to to align our actions and and how we feel with that, I think it's I think it's a, a game changer and so. Um, we actually threw that album on like I don't know it must have been a couple of weeks ago and I was like wow man this is such a sweet album like, I, just, <laughs> I don't know I just really like their I like they're generally positive um, and really just they kind of have a, a, a deeper uh, message within their lyrics and um, but yeah so I, I if I'm gonna throw out one I'd probably put that one out there okay have you have you seen Switchfoot in concert before I I have not Dude, they put on a pretty good show. We've we yeah, seen, I believe it. Seen them a couple years ago. Um, I I can imagine like seeing them in their like heyday in their prime. Oh, man. But they they put on a pretty good show because they had a Heaven Fest out here and they were out here. So it was all right. It was, it was great, man. It was a great show. Um. So song, what would be your go-to song? And I know it's probably going to be the same as your artist, but. No oh, man, uh, this one was pretty easy for me. My my favorite song, at least right now, um, is a song called "So Will I" by Hillsong United. I'm not sure if you've heard that one, um, but there's a specific part of that song that really resonates with me right now, um, and I could just crank this song on repeat. Um, and in that part of the song is is I can see your heart eight eight billion different ways, and it's talking about god's heart and in eight billion different ways is is each person on the earth and it says every every precious one a child you died to save if you gave your life to love them so will i and i just wow i just i love that and the whole song is just really talking about you know the, the power of god and and you know the power of jesus in our lives and and really each person on this earth is is no different you know, in the sight of God, and and if if He's willing to, you know, send His Son to die for each one of us, and and to really love everybody, you know, then then that's a call that I want to step up to. You know, we just, it's so hard right now with with especially in in the U.S. where just everything's so divisive, and and it's either you know you're polar polar on this side, you're a Republican, or you're a Democrat, or or you're you know, you're for abortion or you're against abortion or you're, you know, whatever it is, you're for the, the NFL players kneeling for the national anthem or you're not. And like, like there's just, there's every single issue is divisive and that's all we see in the media. And that's all we see in, you know, in, in everything that, that we consume. 
and it's it's devastating to what Jesus has called us to do, and that's to love everybody um, because that's what he did. And if he's our ultimate example of how to live our life, you know, that's something that I want to strive for. And and it's less about what other people do or don't do or, or who they're hanging with or, or who what kind of music they even listen to or, you know, what they look like. I want to strive to to just really show love to other people. And this song really just just exploits that to me and it really speaks to my heart and honestly last night i was out in, out in the shop and i just put this song on repeat i listened to it like four or five times in a row and it just it just hits me man so that was a pretty easy one for me to answer when it came comes to like right now um that's probably my favorite favorite go-to song right now dude you man you're a good thing we got our water wings on, man, our swim trunks, because we're going in deep, bro. <laughs> I know. I, I gotta sorry. get my, I gotta get my snorkel on, right? No, I, I'm loving it though. It's, it's definitely good. It's blessing me, and it, I know it's gonna bless other people. Right so, on, thank you, thank you. So, uh, how do you, how do you fill up your cup, man, so you can be best for not only yourself but your family, and then also the community of men that you. Um, that you help lead right um, it all starts with the morning routine um, I think that that's I think if anybody listening does not have some sort of morning routine I would just suggest trying it for a couple weeks um, just getting up you know 30 minutes earlier than you do right now and just spend a little bit of time in in reflection or um, for, for me, what I do is, is I wake up in the morning, I start off, I drink some water, you know, just to get the systems rolling, um, and just to, to wake me up a little bit. Um, and then I sit down at the table, I grab, I grab three books. I have the Bible. I start with that. I read a chapter every day. Um, and then I, I grab a devotional book, something that's quick. Um, but that kind of gives me a little bit more application. Um, and then I, I have another book that I, whatever I'm, I'm working on at the time right now, I'm reading a book called, um, Daring Greatly by Bernie Brown. Good. I, I love that book. Right. Yeah. And it's just, just something that'll, that'll feed my soul, you know, and, and give me some different perspective on something. And then, and then I spend about five to 10 minutes just journaling. I write down, I start that off with writing down three things that I'm grateful for. And I, that's a total game changer when it comes to um, just having an appreciation for, for life. It As you get older and you have kids and work stress and all of this stuff, there's so much that we can complain about. And and the more we do that, the more our heart feels that. And, and the more we, we bleed that out into our world. And so having a regular practice of gratitude allows me to um, see the good all right, in sorry, people, the good yeah, in no. life, um, and it just is really. I, I feel like it's been just a changer of of how how joyful I can be despite the circumstances. Um, and then I just journal about whatever else, whatever else is on my mind, or, or what I learned about. And I do all of this before before my kids wake up, um, because you know, once the kids are up, it's uh, you know, chaos breaks loose in the house. So it's like just spending some time in the morning to, to fill my cup because it's impossible to, uh, as you know, it's impossible to, to pour from an empty cup. So it, it's extremely important. And, and the more we do that, more we try to pour from, from an empty cup, the, 
the more stressed and the more dissatisfied with our life we're going to be. And so that's how I fill my cup. Um, I try to do it every single day. I, I miss days and, and honestly it throws me off when I miss days, but, um, that's, that's, that's been it. And also, I guess another thing that helps me fill my cup is, is almost every night my wife and I sit down and we just talk, you know, we have a little bit of a retrospective on the day. We talk about, you know, the fun things and the things that didn't go so well and just kind of like to pick each other's brains on, on what, what's on each other's minds. And it, it continues to, to, to fill our, our cups uh, when it comes to our marriage too. And, and just so we're on the same page. Sorry, I had a little cough attack. I, <laughs> but no, I, I definitely agree that uh, that f- filling up your cup and doing what you got to do in the morning, because like, I've I've always woken up early, and I had yeah. nothing to do, and I was scrolling through Facebook all the time, and now that I'm waking up early, going working out and working on stuff for like the podcast, and then also <clears throat> just getting some reading in. Some meditation and some prayer. Um, oh yeah, def- definitely get your mind right for the. And it's like okay, I did, did my prep, and now it's like okay, I did all this this quote unquote hard work on myself. Now it's time to actually get the real, real, uh, yep. real job started. Being a dad, being oh, a father, yeah. being an employee, being being who I need to be. So it makes a difference. It definitely does, man. I've and <laughs> this uh past three weeks it's I haven't really been able to do a lot of that so but I, I was able to do it this morning I was like all right I gotta get that workout in get yeah. ready to go so and that's another thing too with um I'm just connecting with your wife and I'm I'm trying to get a little bit better at that because we've we've kind of fallen off a little bit and I've just been so just busy with everyday life we haven't oh, really man. been able to okay, hey, well, let's go do something. And we, we actually got to do that a couple weeks ago, or a couple days ago. We went to uh, just go pick up some food and just talk. Yeah. We didn't have the responsibility of a little one. It was just yeah. us. And just seeing her talk and just be, seeing her out of that element and seeing her kind of in the element when we were first started dating, it was like, it was it was amazing. So Yeah, that's awesome, man. And and, and I totally understand that and and life just gets so crazy you know and then, and then you realize you know it's, it's been a couple of weeks since I had a meaningful conversation you know and then then you sort of have to, to get to know each other again a little bit and um, and so yeah I can totally relate to that and I think that's something that a lot of people can relate to and um, but if you're not intentional about it it's it's uh, it can slip and, and we've all you know been through seasons like that too well, so. definitely. Uh, I got a question for you. Do you find it? Mm-hmm. Do you find it hard during the during the holiday season to 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 do that? Do you find it harder? Um, we we've been trying to focus ourselves when it comes to holiday season on on not getting too crazy. Like we don't we don't get our get our kids you know a ton of gifts. We just have a few things here and there and. Um, and I don't know. We're we're just we're trying to do our best to to just make sure that this isn't a time that that brings on more stress than anything. Um, and I think it's just you know finding little things to do that are fun, some little traditions to do, but but just not not blowing it out of proportion and and um, you know just just living within reason and, and living within our means and um, 
you know, and, and really just taking it back to, to away from the consumerism and the, you know, just the, you know, it's, it's, it's hyped up as such a crazy time, but if you can just find a little bit of, of rest, rest in it and understand that, like, you know, what we're celebrating here and, uh, you know, what's truly important and that's, you know, spending time with, with family and, and, and enjoying time with family. You know, it's different when you're, it's, it doesn't create meaning when you are spending time with family, but you're running around stressed and yelling at the kids and, you know, like just slow it down, you know, create the memories and, and not have so many expectations of, of ourselves and for other people. I think that, that it's, uh, I mean, it's always going to be a crazy time of year, but, but being able to slow down a little bit and just really look at what's important and then spend your energy doing that. Yeah, I think that's why a lot of people get anxiety and stuff this time of year is just because it is so commercialized and it's like, okay, well, we got to do this, this, and this, and this, and that has to be quote unquote perfect. And that's, 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 that's what annoys me. That's one of my pet peeves is it's just, it's just so it has to be perfect. It has to be no you get, just get some people together, get some food, yep. and just just hang out. People you want to hang out with, people who are going to lift you up, people who are going to encourage you, and you're going to encourage them. Um, and if you and if you're around people that you're really not fond of, um, that's gonna you pray for them. That's that, that's what we can say. <laughs> right. just, just just pray for them because because uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna be around some people that I'm not too fond of next week, but. I'm grateful for him. I, I put that in a Facebook message last week. Just like, you know what? I'm grateful for them and grateful what yeah. what, they, what they've shown me and taught me. And like even watching them, it's a reflection of myself. Yeah. And really telling and true about who I am and what this time, time of year is about. And also I can right. take, and a reminder, I can take that into next year too. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and, and somebody, I can't remember where I heard this, but I think it was on a call team in the Alliance, but it was, uh, you know, this, this time of year isn't any different. Like this time of year happens every year. Yeah. So if, if this is constantly a stressful time or, a, or, a, you know, a really a rough time for you, for you, like try to approach it differently, you know, like, and I like what you said about you know, the people that are hard in our lives and I, and holidays are a time that we really do. We spend time with people that we might not normally spend time with or people that are really hard to be around, but being able to, you know, spend a little time thinking about those people and what you are grateful for and, and the things that they have contributed to your life and in really focusing on that instead of the, the resentments that we have towards them or, or the, you know, their flaws or, or the things that they're, they're doing that you don't like. I really like that, that thought of just thinking about, you know, what have they contributed to your life and really take that into your holiday season to be able to, to have a different focus and to have a different appreciation for the people that are with you. I think that's really cool, Ryan. Thanks for sharing that, man. No, man, that's, that's, yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. Um, so do a quick uh, word association game. Yeah. 
So that sounds fun. You can either you can either do a word for word, like I'll say the word and you can give me a word, or you or I'll give you the word and then you can give me a set a sentence or two. Is this just what first comes to my head? Yes. All right. So the first word is dad. D A D. Awesome. I love it. Um, author. Scary. Book. Uh, man. Uh, stop running away. I'll say that. Well, <laughs> that's the book that I just wrote. That was a perfect segue to the next uh, <laughs> question and topic that I wanted to ask you about. Uh, what what projects? Have you released? Are you working on, or are you excited about in the future? Yeah, man, I got a lot here. I'll try not to uh, to go too too uh, long on this one. This will be um, the first four hour episode. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, buckle up. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so, like like I mentioned in my snackable story, that I recently published a book about how I would, like the steps and ex- exercises I was able to take to break free from a twenty year pornography struggle, habit, addiction, whatever you want to call it, um, and publish that out there, and just really have made it made it, you know, my my life to help other other men and people that also struggle with pornography, but also just bad habits in general. Um, and really it's been an unveiling of how important it is to be vulnerable with our struggles with people. Um, because for 20 years I struggled silently by myself. Um, various times I had talked to, you know, pastors or, or, you know, various adults or or friends in my life and, um, but never really was fully open and never really accepted what they had to tell me. But now that I'm, I'm 30 years old and and realized that, you know, I don't want to struggle with this my whole life. And I had accepted that I, that I really was going to, I I thought that this would be something I struggled with till the day I die. And then I, you know, just sort of realized that I've been focusing on all the wrong things when trying to stop this. And, and I had been so focused on my problem, my pornography problem, that even when I wasn't watching pornography, it still had full control of me. So I was just focused on, you know, don't watch porn, don't watch porn, don't watch porn. But what is the focus of that, of that sentence? It's porn. So like, even if I go through a whole day saying don't watch porn and I don't watch porn, what was still in control of me? Porn was still in control of my mind. It it controlled every thought that I had. And I just, I realized that that I was so focused on that and in the consequences I was focused on, you know, what the, what the repercussions of me watching porn are that I would just get lost or, or I would just give up and say, you know what, I've, I've gone down this path this long, you know, this is just what I do. This is who I am. You know, I started defining myself by my porn struggle. Like this is who I am. I am a porn addict and that's all I'm ever going to be. And, and it, it was devastating to me and it was, it was exhausting and I felt worthless the majority of the time. I felt like I had no value before God or, or anyone else around me. And uh, maybe I was just a step above the dude who murders his family in a fit of rage, but I was down there, you know? And, and some people might hear that and be like, dude, it's just porn. 
you know, like whatever, it's not a big deal. You know, you get a lot of that message out there, but, but really it, it has a, a deep effect on, on your relationships, on your focus, um, on just seeing your purpose in life and seeing, you know, having a healthy sex life in your marriage. Um, and it, it really just had this, this effect on me. And I, I guarantee that, that anyone who watches porn, it definitely isn't having a positive effect, um, whether you can see that or not. Um, but anyways, so I wrote the book, um, after I had shared, you know, some of those steps with some other men who had been struggling and realized that it, it really worked for them too. And, and just being able to shift your focus away from, from, uh, from the problem and from the consequences of it and really shift your focus to just start running toward what you want for your life and, and what God has called you and to start defining yourself by, by who God tells you that you are and the strengths that he has given you and, and really what you want in your life. Um, and it, it was a very, it's a very small shift, but instead of running away from porn, I started running towards an intentional life that God wanted for me. And it, it, you know, it was kind of out with the old in with the new, if you just usher out, if you just try to get rid of the old and, and never usher in a new way of living, eventually that you're going to wonder what you're supposed to do when it comes to a hard time or stressful time, you will almost always fall back into the old way of thinking and the old way of behaving. Um, if you haven't started implementing new habits that are going to propel you forward, um, that you can use the triggers for your struggles to be a trigger, to do something more positive and, and that can push you forward. And so that's sort of what, you know, the gist of, of what, what the the meat of the book is about and really just sharing it like i i never thought in my life that i would share that i struggle with pornography on my personal facebook page for everybody to see you know but i realized that like if i'm living my life from a place of fear of what others will think of me then there will be no change in me or in anybody else and really just getting it out there is what uh will will invite other people to also be vulnerable and that is where change happens for everybody and that's where that's where healing can happen and so i'm just really learning a lot about the power of vulnerability and, and being open about my struggles with people and through the alliance too that's a very similar uh thing that that we subscribe to is that you know get your issues out of your head and into the world because that's where change will happen and that's where where you're going to walk into freedom if you keep it in your mind, that's where it's going to stay indefinitely. So, um, so yeah, so I'm just, I'm working, I have a, a large vision for where this is going to go. I don't need to share all of the details of that, but, um, I've outlined kind of a, a small group, you know, men's focus study that, that people can go through as a group, um, that struggle with pornography and it, it kind of walks you through some of the exercises that are from the book. Um, and so just trying to get the book out there, um, so that people can read and, and, uh, to start some conversations and, and make some connections out there. So really that, that's one of the big things we're working on. Um, that's that, that I'm super excited about. Um, I normally ask this at the end, uh, but where could they find the book and where can they contact you if they have any questions? And then also, um, yeah for that support group where where can where can they find that yeah right on um 
because you can I find the sorry yeah go ahead because I because I think it's really important because um, I've been talking with some guys here locally about some like um, not not ha not forming a group just particularly to porn but just to everything like every little temptation or yeah. just, just just struggling here in Colorado. Um, right on, yeah. Because because my my buddy he he um, I don't know how if it, if it's porn but he deals with the, the temptation especially during the the spring and summertime out here in Colorado you sun's out guns out type of situation. Oh yeah, um, I hear you, man. So and he he's he's happily married and he he has an awesome family but he needs support and there's a couple other people that need support and then like like with me with with a couple of issues that I'm dealing with I I yeah. I want I want to come together and I I'd also like to check out some, some of your stuff too so if you could if you could share some of your resources with with the audience it would be awesome Yeah the the book can be found on Amazon uh, you just search for stop running away um maybe stop running away book would be helpful too um but it's right at the top it's the it's the book with uh the chains on the on the cover um it's fairly cheap it's a super short read i think it's like 45 pages um so if you just sit down and read it it can you know take you a couple hours but but the exercises might take a little bit longer there's there's pages in there you can write on um so you can just run through the exercises in there um and so you can find that on Amazon, um, on Facebook, you can search for stop running away as well. And there's a group or a, like a community page on there. Um, I have, I've been on and off with adding content to there just cause I'm trying to, trying to figure out some of the focus stuff. Um, but I'm, I'm there and, 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 uh, you know, trying to put out content when I can. Uh, Instagram also stop running away mindset is one and you can also email me at stop running away mindset at gmail.com I'm always happy to hear um, hear what what people are struggling with and and honestly just if if you just need to get something off your chest if there's something you haven't told anybody um, you know something that you're silently struggling with and just want to tell somebody like shoot an email to that email address um, or find us on Facebook and, and I'm a totally non-judgmental ear. I just want, I just understand that, that sharing it and getting it out of your mind, even if it's just a one person, you can feel an extreme amount of liberation to know that you're not struggling alone and that, that it's not totally stuck in your head. And, you know, I've, I've talked to a lot of men and, and I, 100% of the time, somebody somebody tells me about their struggle with, with pornography or, or with something else. And it's, and I'm the first person they ever told about it every single time without fail at the end of the conversation, they say, wow, I feel, I feel so much better that this is out there. Not that my struggle is gone, but I feel like there's hope. And I feel like there's, there's, there's a, you know, there, there is change and healing that can happen. And all it takes is just to share you know, like that can liberate part of the stress. And, um, and then we can work on, on making a, a plan to move forward. Um, and so, yeah, definitely check out the book and, and it's def it's focused on pornography, but the, from, from the feedback that I've heard is that really the steps in there can be really applied to any, any habit or, or, you know, struggle that you have, um, that you want to get out of your life. Um, 
because it really is just not about just getting rid of the things you don't want, but it's also about starting to do the things that you do want. And without both of those things, without directing your mind towards what you want, it's going to be very difficult to get rid of things from your life for, for good, at least to experience what true freedom and peace feels like. Dude, I love it. Uh, I, I think we had this conversation. I think I told you about the the guy that I heard. He had the domino, and he let that first domino, which the first domino was the like a vice, like pornography, um, yeah. anger, um, addiction to drug and alcohol. Once you let that first one go and drop, and hit the next domino, which the next domino would be your like vision, dreams, and like aspirations. Uh, yep. it, it'll, it'll start going forward and a lot of us we like to drop it and then oh no we bring it back up no 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 bring it back yep. up so <laughs> and I'm, I'm guilty of that myself man so but mm-hmm. that's that's one thing I uh, I vision having this conversation with you and then you said earlier about um, a lot of people may just think oh well it's just it's just porn or it's just this and this and this it's something small I immediately went to, you know, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Oh, it is but a flesh room. Get back here. Okay. <laughs> yes. yep. No, you don't have legs, bro. You can't walk. You can't be moving exactly. forward. Tis but a flesh. My, my, my tail end, man. Come on. <laughs> that's a fantastic analogy. I'm going to use that one. So I just, I just. And that's exactly what it is. I wanted to interrupt you, but I was like, no, he, this is. This is too good. He's, he's, he's got a flow going. He's got a flow. But I just wanted to share that with you, man. So thank you so much. I love that, man. And yeah, you're absolutely right. And and when it comes to getting rid of addictions and things like that, um, somebody brought up to me recently that it's important what you replace that with. It's, it's, it's not just – it's not um, only like replacing it with whatever else isn't what you struggle with because you can start – other really bad habits or get into some more cross addictions that can come if you're not filling it in with something that is going to be healthy Um, because it a lot of it's coping how you cope with things you go to your addiction you know and if if you're not careful with with setting up new coping mechanisms that are going to be positive and healthy for you you know maybe you you get rid of pornography but instead of going to pornography for for your issues you start drinking or you you know go to social media all the time or you go to eating or things like that like it's uh it's it's it was something that i didn't understand how important it was um but but can definitely see how cross addictions can happen and uh unless you're willing to deal with what you're coping about too so just a just another thought on that but I like your Monty Python. I'm definitely <laughs> going to use that one because I definitely hear that a lot. It's like, yeah, it's just porn, but... Yeah, it's just but a flash room, yeah, yeah. But look at your relationship. Look at your sex life. You know, your legs are missing, dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I like yeah. that. I like it. <laughs> Thanks. Um, how are you looking on time, man? Oh, I got a little bit longer if you want to... If you got a few more questions for me, man. Oh, yeah, I got a, I got a, got a couple more questions. Sure. Um... How do you think? Uh, actually, I have to. I have to go use the restroom real quick. So, <laughs> oh, I'll pause it.
All right, you guys. Uh, sorry, I, I nature called. I had to go uh, to the porcelain throne for a minute. Uh, but we're back with my dude. Um, I just wanted to ask him, uh, man. How do how do you think others see you? You know, this is a hard question to answer, and I think that that anybody that that wants to answer this question, it, it takes it takes a little bit of courage to to think about. Um, but this is what I would hope people see me as is that like they see me as someone that they can come to with their joys and struggles um, and know that I will celebrate with them or pour into them when, when, when they need it. Um, I feel, I hope that people see me as someone who is flawed, um, but yet understands, you know, who I am and, and, and that I'm grounded um, in, in who I am. Um, and someone who's not here to judge other people, but just to love regardless of what's going on. Um, that's what I would hope people see me as. Um, I don't know exactly how people see me, but, but it's a definite, it's definitely something I would like to explore. Like just to ask a few people, well, like, how do you see me? Can I, you know, can I challenge you? Yeah. Just put it out there on Facebook, man. Just be like, Hey, I just. Because I, I did it a few years back yeah. before I got into the Alliance and just the amount of like feedback and encouraging and inspiring stories, how people see me, which I had no cl- I completely forgot about a lot of these stories, a lot of these things. Just And they, they could be small and minute things too. Um, I, I reached that person. I affected that person just by doing a small little thing. Right. So... Um, that's so yeah i challenge you to do that and then anybody else who's listening i challenge you to put that out there as well yeah yeah that's awesome so but man yeah how do how do you see you and this is a totally different story (laughs) (laughs) we we see ourselves we are our hardest critics yes yes i do see myself as a good husband and a good father i see myself as someone who struggles deeply with self-doubt a lot of the time but what i am what i'm starting to see in myself is that i am recovering not only from pornography but i'm recovering from allowing that self-doubt and that fear to dictate how i live my life and and it it's you know it's not every day like i i can't get there every day but it's something that i'm striving for and i'm starting to see that that is who i am becoming and it's really exciting. Like even just being on this podcast, like, like in, in, in doing the things that, that I'm doing right now and sharing the things I never thought I would share. It's so uncomfortable. And I often say, what the heck am I doing? You know, and in, in this book, I'm reading Darren Greatly. It's kind of like a, she calls it a vulnerability hangover. Dude, like, what am I doing? You know, how, how am I qualified to do this or, or how am I going to get from here to here? How am I going to reach people or, you know, and then I start diving down this path of self doubt, you know, but really what, what, what grounds me and what brings me back is that I know that right now where I am sitting right here, where you are sitting, Ryan, you are valued before God the same as everybody else in the world and so it i don't have to spend energy trying to stack up against other people i don't as much as it's impossible to stop comparing ourselves to other people 
I realized that I look at my kids' faces, I look at my wife, and I say, these people right here love me, regardless of how this podcast interview goes, regardless of how how a listener will take this message, regardless of if somebody's going to, you know, argue with me about pornography or or they're going to, you know, not like this message. It doesn't matter because God loves me for who I am right now and, and, and he values me and that is the true source of life. Amen, man. And, and if that's the true source of life, what else? What else should I give my energy to? And so it's it's been a process and, and I'm, I'm working through it and I think it's something I'll always have to deal with but being able to, to come back to I am valued right now doesn't matter it's less about what i do and i don't do and it's more about my relationship with him and so i'm starting to see that in myself that that i don't have to live life based on fear and 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 uh you know i can find worth in myself and and i think that's really important you know and so I, I do see, I'm starting to see my strengths a little bit more and it's sometimes the voices in my head are much louder telling me how crappy I am and how I'm not enough and all of this stuff but being able to always come back you know in you know every day his mercies are new and so every morning I can reground myself in who I am and who God tells me I am and that helps me continue to move dude uh, just so so much, man. So much, so much. I love it. Um, but one thing that was kind of sticking out to me was because I asked you before we came back from break, cartoon relation. Um, and yeah. you said you were you were you were hitting your head on the wall trying to figure it out. You were grinding your gears, just just struggling trying to figure that out. But you know, and my listeners know that I I love Ninja Turtles. I am I'm a huge Ninja yes. Turtle fan. So I would have to say, just from hearing you right now, I'd have to c- compare you with, I'm, I'm, I'm showing him a picture of Leonardo. Leonardo. You're a, you're a leader. You have your fears. You have your doubts. And you, but you, you're learning your strengths and you're, you're, you're building up to be a better, better person to thrive for not only yourself but your community. And, oh, and your man. brothers and I'll your have sisters. I'll to look more into that. So. Thank you for sharing that, man. I'll have to look more into Leonardo. It's been a while since I've gotten down the Ninja Turtles path. Oh, man. I've, he sounds like an awesome dude. Uh, <laughs> I've awesome done, turtle. I've done my research and my my, my, uh, my my personality profile on each and every one of them, man. Cause oh, like, yeah. Because like when I was in St. Louis for, with, for the summit and stuff, hanging out with, with Chris Turnio and Reggie and Tyler and them, I was I was Mikey, just a fun-loving pizza guy. Yeah, let's do this. But yeah. most of the time, when I'm when I'm doing this podcast or I'm doing stuff with my family, I, I'm I'm more Leo. Like, hey, I'm I'm, I'm a leader. I know I can yeah. do. I know I can do it. Yeah, I have that kind of insecurity and self-doubt in my gut. But you know what? I have a master who believes in me, and I have other people yeah. who are depending on me and believe in me. Yeah, I might make mistakes. I might may say something stupid, but by the grace of God and the, and and the peace, I'm I'm okay. Yeah, man. 
You should. I'm seeing something here, dude. You should start some sort of like personality, personality thing when it comes to the turtles. Like, like. Did you listen to? Did, anyways, did you listen to Larry? Did you listen to Larry Hagner's episode? I did. Where we where we uh, matched up his kids to each character. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can see something here. Like this is awesome. So. <laughs> like the five. It's like the 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 enneagram for. Uh, for Ninja Turtles, I think it's I think it'd be sweet. There and you then go. people have something to relate to. Alright, well we'll <laughs> talk about that on a different day, but so. sounds like there's something there. Uh, <laughs> so I want to respect your time, so we'll we'll just go sure, with, sure. With, with, with a couple more uh quick questions. Um yeah. so we already talked about your book, but if somebody was yeah. to write a biography about your life, what would the title be? Mm. Let's see. He wandered until he didn't. If that I like that. I like that. Because <laughs> it, it really was, I mean, that's sort of what my life, when I think about it, that's what it was. I wandered for 29 to 30 years having no idea who I was and no idea what it, what it meant to be a man and, and who I was as a man. And, and, uh, and honestly, that's probably what caused a lot of the, the heartache that I've had and, and, the struggles that I've gotten into. And so I've wandered until I didn't. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I thought it was a, a snappy title. It, it's good. It's good. Uh, so you have a situation like Jesus and the Last Supper and stuff. So you have, so it's you and then you have a bunch of food and then you have a bunch of people around you. Who would be there and what would be on the menu? On the menu, we'll start with the menu. Um, there's definitely we're starting with dessert first. Oh yeah. We're doing ice cream, what vanilla. Kind? Okay, okay. With fresh strawberries and chocolate syrup on it, and there's an endless supply of it. So if that's all we want to eat, that's totally fine. There you go. And then after that, <laughs> it's cheeseburgers and fries, sweet potato fries. Oh. And that's what we're eating. Or regular fries, seasoned right. fries would be good. If I, if I'm there, I'll 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 bring some regular fries. Sounds good. You're <laughs> at the table, man. You're definitely at the table, and and we'll just leave the table open for whoever wants to come. Amen, man. I like that. Right on. <laughs> so, uh, no, normally towards the end of the episode, I like asking if the in, any of my friends and guests like would would want to uh, ask me any questions. Yeah, I want to hear what you because you're really big into music, and and I love that about you, and I just I love all that you share about that. Um, my question for you is, how do you see music as an influence to how we live our lives? How do I see music as as an influence to how we live our lives? Is that what you said? Yep. Yep. Wow. Um. What has it done for you? It has changed, changed my mood, changed my life, changed my mindset. Because when I was listening to a lot of vulgar, negative, victim, victim music, I guess you could say, victimizing music, playing the victim music, 
Yeah. I was I was thinking like that. And yep. I was seeing females as something different than what they are and then who they are, I should say. Um and then when God was like, "Yo, you're going to have a little girl." He placed this new music genre in front of me with uh, I guess quote unquote Christian rap Christian hip hop um, instead of listening to all that all that stuff yeah I'm listen, I was listening to more stuff that hey I'm, I'm going through the, the struggles and uh, the temptations and a lot of the stuff that, that we want to help guys out with and seeing people in a different light and also seeing God in a different light and seeing yeah. just, just, just seeing life differently and but like a lot of I'm not getting as many speeding tickets as I used to <laughs> um, that's good man because that's good. when I was listening to like heavy metal Metallica uh, Disturbed and stuff like that I was I was driving I was speeding I was, I was like damn another speeding ticket okay but then once yeah. I once I once I was able to just okay put some jazz on or put some hip hop on um and just cru cruise with it, I was, I was good to go. And then, like, even when, like, even when I'm at work during the day, I can feel myself, like, during the morning, I'll listen to some, some grimy, just, just hip-hop, just get it going. Uh, I don't know if you've read that book, uh, Relentless, by Tim Grover. I have not. But no. he, he talks about, like, reaching down and getting that, um, it doesn't say demon, but he says that that that, that force, that, that dark side inside of you. So yeah. when I'm at work, I, 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 I go down and I get that, that that dark side so I can get into that groove and get get my work done. And then I, after lunch, I'll I'll uh, listen. I'll switch it up and I'll listen to more like Andy Minio or Propaganda, or a little bit lighter, kind of positive like stuff. And then when yeah. I'm when I'm heading home, it'll be like some just lo-fi beats or some smooth stuff. Because if I if I listen to that grimy stuff in the morning, go all day, I come home and I'm a total jerk. <laughs> so I I found that formula for the for for the day, and it's yeah. pretty much like we were talking about earlier. It is that day by day, that hour by hour, that minute by minute, that song by song. Uh, type of formula and situation. So, yeah. but and I, and yeah, like I said, awesome. I've I've found I've more more that I'm listening, and I've been listening to a lot of podcasts too, and audiobooks, which that kind of breaks up some of the some of the some of the music in my life. But yeah. I'm very I'm very selective of what I listen to now because back in the day I was I was angry I was pissed off I just. I was told, F the police, F the world, F this, this, and this. Now I'm like, you know what? I love you. I, 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 I want to be your friend. I want to see the world be better. I don't want to F the world, you know? Right. So I hope that, I hope that answered your question. Yeah, it, it definitely <laughs> does. And like, like I, think it's, I think what I'm sort of getting from that is like how important it is to find a balance between what or like find a balance in the stream 
of information and, and music and media that we're, we're ingesting because it does make a difference in our life. And like, like you were saying, if you're listening to, to music, that's constantly, you know, demeaning to women and that's all you're listening to, you know, it's going to have an effect on what you're thinking and, and the perceptions that you have of the world. And so I think what you've, I like what you've said about, you know, just finding that balance. If, if I listen, like not saying that I don't, that I'm not going to listen to, to Metallica and, and, you know, some of this, this other like harder music. That's, that's a little bit angry, a little bit victim. Like, cause sometimes there's some really good music that just happens to have lyrics that are like that, but yeah. the music is amazing. So like, I'll listen to like system of a down cause I love some of their musical aspects of the song. Like the song chop suey, there's a part at the end where it's like, you know, it's, it's hard rock and then it's, it's harmonies and it's the strings and it's just everything coming together in this big climactic moment in music. And it's like, it gives me chills, but the words of that moment in that song are not something that align with, with who I want to be as a human being. And so being able to find, like being able to still listen to the music that you really like for the reasons that you like them but being able to balance that with a stream of music that's that's more positive or or things that are, are going to align with with where you're where you're going and, and the moods that you want to be in and, and the positivity that you want to 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 bleed out you know of you and, and into your heart and like I think that you it sounds like you're you're finding a balance for that and I think that's something that a lot of times we just listen to music and we don't even think about it you know or how it's affecting us so being able to to just kind of bring some awareness to, to what you're consuming and, and find some, cause it, it does make a difference. The media that we consume makes a difference. And, and so, yeah, that's awesome, man. That definitely answers my question. And yeah. it definitely is thought provoking for me. Yeah. Uh, cause like ever since I was little, like it's always been said by pastors and people in a church, watch what you're listening to, watch what you're listening to. And then I've had a bunch of pastors be like, yeah, throw out all that, gangster rap or Metallica and throw out all that and I felt guilty for listening to this a lot of that stuff for, right. for quite some time but at the same time I, my, my the, the rebellion side was like middle finger to you bro um, mm -hmm. and so so now like it honestly I'm, I'm 32 years old it's taken me about 30 years to finally get in that mindset where like you know what I'm a grown man. I can I can do what I like. And right. with me getting getting into the Bible and getting into the Word, but then also putting good good and great people around me, if I get too out of hand, and then also finding that formula, yeah, uh, I'm gonna be okay. It's right. a, it's 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 just it's just like it's just like a diet, or a, yep. uh, uh, when you, with food, it's like okay, I'm gonna have like Halloween. I'm gonna have my Reese's and my M&M's and my Twizzlers and blah, 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 Yeah, I might feel a little, little, little crummy, a little, little sugar high, but then, all right, yep. now, now, now I need to get back to the, the spinach and the, and the chicken and, and, and the good stuff, and the good stuff that's healthy for me. Yep. So it's just, it's just finding that balance. What, what yeah, suits man. you? And it's, and it's not, it's not for everybody, but everybody has their own, their own formula, I guess you could say. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely, man. So, but 
All right, man. Uh, yeah, we, we we cleared it up with uh, with where people can find you and find the book and stuff like that. Because normally I ask yeah. that at the end. Um, yeah. And people can, can, and if they can't find you, they can go through me, and I, I'll I'll set set you up. Um, do you have any last last words that you'd like to like to say to remix the daddy audience? Yeah. Wherever you're at listening to this, no matter where you are mentally, wherever you are in what you're doing and and, and the struggles that you have, you know, you're sitting there, a few are probably coming to mind right now as you're listening to this. Just want to let you know that that you are enough right where you are and you are valuable to God right now where you are and he doesn't need you to pick up any messes. He doesn't need you to um, to clean up your life. He doesn't need you to do to do anything at all right now. All he wants is for you to invite him into your dark, dark places of your world. And he wants to be there with you. And he wants to walk with you as you go along the path of life. And uh, so I just wanted to encourage you in that today. And uh, I hope that you have found this this useful and helpful. And please reach out if you're struggling with anything. Reach out to Ryan. Reach out to somebody in your life if there's a struggle that you have hidden deep down inside that you genuinely want to uh, want to change because change can happen. Nothing is just the way it is. Things can change and healing can happen. But it, it but it starts by taking one step and that is sharing that with somebody. So whether that's Ryan, whether that's me, whether that's your mom, whether it's your brother, sister, friend, whatever share it with somebody i think you'll be surprised with the support that you will get and you might not always have the reaction that you want but healing can only happen if you get it out of your brain and so that would be that's always my last message for people that you are valuable right now and get your secrets out of your head dude i love it i love it and thank you so much Remix the Dad audience, uh, thank you guys for listening. I hope you enjoyed. Please reach out. Please reach out. And that's it, guys. I'm Remix the Dad. This is Scott Swanson. Yeah, right on, man. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it a lot. All right, thanks. We'll see you guys later. Peace. Peace out.